Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, Solar Warriors. This is a Suncast Rewind. In this case in particular, on Thanksgiving, you might have missed our excellent interview with Solar Plus storage entrepreneur and solar pioneer Arnold Leitner. Well, in that episode, which I highly recommend you revisit, by the way, if you didn't listen to it yet, it's episode 318. In that episode, we glossed over a fun fact that his company, USolar, is among only 13% of companies that have launched a regulated crowdfunding campaign on a website called Start Engine and raised more than a million dollars, which helped to keep USolar alive during the pandemic, no less. So I thought, why not let's go back and chat with Arnold dig a bit deeper into exactly what this entailed and better understand how and what they accomplished. So if you'd like to hear how to get 500 customers and a million dollars in equity in 90 days through crowdfunding using a verified platform and a tested strategy, well, you're in the right place. And also, if you're interested in your own crowdfunding campaign, well, you are in luck because I've partnered with StartEngine to offer you $1,000 towards your campaign marketing. You can shoot me an email, nico at mysuncast.com with start engine in the subject line and the details of your company and the campaign that you're interested in and I'll make that intro. You'll be on your way to $1,000 towards your crowdfunding marketing campaign. But for now, let's get ready to tune up your skills, Solar Warrior. Let's dig into crowdfunding here on Suncast. At the end of the day, you are running the third startup and uh, you've gone out and become very well versed in the venture world. But in 2020, the venture world doesn't look the way it did in, uh, in 2010. And I'd love to hear more about how you've thought about structuring the, the financial aspect of your business to keep it sustainable. Uh, I understand that you've had what I would consider to be a successful oversubscribed crowdfunding campaign. Why, why choose crowdfunding? And, and how did you get to the point where you raised a million dollars on StartEngine? So we were a huge success on StartEngine. Uh, it's about 15% of all the companies that attempt to launch uh, an equity crowdfunding campaign that reached the million dollar mark. We call ourselves the millicorns of the industry uh, for the million dollars we raised. So I made a conscious decision, or we as a board made a conscious decision to pursue crowdfunding. Uh, for two reasons. Number one, we could not see any appetite really in the venture industry. And you have lived through this as much as I have in early stage clean tech, especially that that involves hard, hardware. There's just a disbelief that I've seen this before and it's failed before. But I'll point out to people all the time that one of the most successful companies in the world is a hardware company and it's called Apple Computers. They really sell hardware. So you can make money in hardware if you, if you do well and if you do it well. But going back to that... Um, we were at a point where we had a, a family rounds, uh, which a seed round, and we were very fortunate to have a, a Series A round led by the, the MIT Angels of Northern California. 
which really put us, you know, make, give us credibility uh, because they presumably understand engineering at the at MIT. And we were trying to tell people what we're doing is different from repackaging technology. This is a new architecture, but we needed to get it to the market. And we, we had pursued the idea that, well, we're going to meet with individual angels and get money door and build our first projects and get market traction that way. And that was the plan after. We just came to realize that maybe there's a better way to do this, especially if you also want to acquire customers at the same time. And I've been approached by Start Engine, and that taught me, told me about equity crowdfunding, which is different from Kickstarter, where you get a T-shirt for helping promote a movie, or they give you a free CD. So you get a product in return for your, the money you invest in this, in this venture. In equity crowdfunding, which was enabled by the Jobs Act of 2008, not named after Steve Jobs, but after some acronym, um, it, and only came to market really in 2015. You know, industry need to get up and speed and, and crowd, uh, start engine, I think, launched in 2015, allowed you to invest as an average uh, person with normal income, uh, not being a credit investor, into a company through equity. It's still new. And when I worked out and talked to corporate law firms and even some investors and said, well, let's do an equity crowdfunding campaign, I mean, they were up in arms. You know, oh my God, this is the sign that you have failed as a company. This is, you know, this is like penny stock. This is like, uh, you know, selling stuff on the internet uh, out of a warehouse in Seattle. You know, books. I mean, come on, this, you know, this is not a respectable business to do. Uh, you, we need we need to have a, you know, we need to have a top tier law firm. If Sand Hill and, and Road doesn't uh, validate you, why why should? Uh the, the, some neighbor on a dirt road validate you. Yeah, yeah. And, and what do they know, right? And uh, I mean, we brought you WeWork, right? So, uh, <laughs> you, you know, you need to, we know what we're doing. So, uh, yeah. And then, uh, uh, and so I came to the realization that we can do both. We can acquire customers, uh, you know, through this process because the, the difference between the investors on, uh, on Start Engine and the, and, and the traditional clean tech investor is they want to invest. $250, $500 because they want to create a change. They want to be drivers of the future. The accredited investor market shuts you out unless you make $200,000 a year, have a million dollars in, in net assets, which cannot include your mortgage, uh, your home rather, uh, or you know, have joint income of $300,000. You can make $50,000 a year until the job act and buy a F-150 super cap and throw tens of thousands of dollars at this car, but you're not allowed to even invest $250 in a startup. That's absurd, right? And, and, the, and the equity crowdfunding removed that threshold so that everyone can be empowered and enabled to make their own decisions of who they believe is a winner in the market. And then the other thing that is beautiful about crowdfunding is that um, these are all aspiring customers. They're either customers. We have a pipeline of 500 customers coming out of this crowdfunding campaign. Just imagine the cost, what it would have cost us to get these many customers into a pipeline. They're either customers or aspirational customers, meaning that if they, would, if they needed something like this, they would want to have something like this. But they don't need it because they live in downtown uh, you know, New York. They're, but they are referral. They're referrals. Yeah. And not only referrals for, for projects, uh, for sales, but also referrals for investors. So I spoke with the head, a former head of the New York Angels ask him what he thought about this, especially about all the scare tactics that were put forth, forth by law firms and other investors. Like, you touch them, you know, you're, you're, you're untouchable after that. And he said, go take the money. Because there's only one way a company fails is having no money. 
right? Either it's a going concern or startup. Money is the one thing that makes the company operate. And so uh, go get the money. And so we decided to go for it. I had some very, very important supportive investors that encouraged me to do it. And it's been exceptionally positive experience. It seems to me that there's a, well, there's disruption all around us right now. Traditional VC as a category is is down. I mean, it's we're in the pandemic. Uh, it seems to me like crowdfunding is up similar to a few other sectors that are working, we'll call it right now in 2020. So this is like a track B, if track A is traditional venture, which we've already discussed has abandoned hardware. I would love to hear when certainly Start Engine catalyzed this idea for you, but they're not the only platform. How did you make the decision? Okay, we'll go with Start Engine versus other marketplaces. And how long did it take? Yeah. Uh, so the answer is easy. Um, you know, the other ones didn't want us. So, uh, well, not all of them. I, I believe I uh, applied to uh, WeFunder, I think is the name of the of the equity crowdfunding platform, and they didn't believe that um, there would be a successful race. Start Engine had a very different experience. They have built a community of people uh, which apparently liked clean tech, and they had very positive experiences with StoreIn, uh, another uh, a, a technology a company in the battery sector. So they were very po- bullish about it. They were also uh, very positive about advertising on, on Facebook and, and, and bringing people into, um, into the investment community. They had a very holistic approach, a comprehensive approach of how to raise money. And, uh, and they also decided that, that they don't charge you to join uh, Start Engine. They, if they didn't feel comfortable that you would raise an, at least enough money for them to get repaid, they wouldn't want you on your platform. So they, self, they selected the companies. And uh, I felt, oh, that's a really nice validation because everyone lets you post on their platform. You pay me $10,000, I'll put you up your company. Uh, but they have no incentive to really make you successful. And that model of them saying, we have really built an equity crowdfunding community that likes clean tech and we'll, we'll put our money where our mouths are. And that really made, it, uh, made the decision easy. You know, Progress and change are not achieved by standing still. We must challenge the status quo and do things differently. There are moments in time that change the course of our history, and for us, that time has come, a moment to act now for a brighter solar future. In a global scenario where the demand for renewable energy is constantly growing, solar has the power to shape new and powerful energy models to drive progress and prosperity for a sustainable world. At Suncast, we stand with femur and together we can shape the future of solar learn more about how femur is changing the future of solar at solar.femur.com that's solar.femer.com i've been wondering what's your least favorite solar asset management activity you know those daily weekly sometimes monthly deliverables that you just have to check off the list but can be such a drag Well, let me tell you how to press the easy button and get going on the work that really matters by automating your invoicing and ticketing and reporting with PowerHub. Focus on the work that you want to do. Take the boring stuff off your plate with PowerHub. You can go to powerhub.com forward slash suncast to learn more. Well, from start of idea to initiating the campaign when you launched on Start Engine, how long did that take? We made a decision in mid-January to uh, do a crowdfunding campaign. And I think we seem to sign the paperwork sometime in the middle of February. There's always this idea, well, you can 
launch in 30 days and 90 days. The reality is it always takes longer. We did launch, I believe it was May 15, somewhere in the middle of May. And what was necessary was to have collateral. You have, you have to present yourself to these investors in a way that makes it easy for them to understand and also related to what you're doing. Uh, the problem needs to be relatable. The solution needs to be relatable. And I also believe the people need to be relatable. You know, that required us to shoot video, do animations that really made it easy to understand and 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 appealing. And, and you earlier when we started the interview mentioned that you liked Skyfuel's original Flash-based website, which was really innovative at the time. And, you know, I've kept some of the tradition and I, I always sell, say to myself, uh, selling is a really important skill. You know, no one has ever money on something, had made money on something he hasn't sold. So if I believe I have a great product, I must sell it in a great way. And, and so people can see uh, what's behind it. And so that's what we tried to do. And I think we were very successful doing so. Did you hire anyone who advised you on the operational as well as the creative process of crowdfunding? Start Engine does a great job and giving you the young team that by now has experience for a couple of years of what uh, needs to be done. And I'll refer to this in a moment because I really made friends with them and they made friends with me. But going first, I initially designed the campaign. I didn't take anyone's advice. I mean, I listened, uh, sorry, I didn't get a consultant. What should I do? Well, I followed my instinct. What would I like to see? And if you've ever watched our Start Engine uh, pitch video, I decided to put myself front and center. I wanted people to meet me. This is me. This is what we're going to do together. Trust me, we're going to get this done. Uh, that was a personal decision, and I think uh, may now have sent, set a trend that showed that something works over the very slick promotional video. Uh, but going back to Start Engine team, you know, having tried to raise money, or have raised money, not tried, but have raised money, but worked hard to raise money for a couple of years, I, you know, whenever the Start Engine team proposed an idea of what to do, I said, if it raises money, let's do it, right? Uh, and it's including following the lead on how to write the campaign page. If the writer who has a degree in English doesn't understand it, it needs to go. Whether I think it's understandable, doesn't matter. If she thinks no one understands it, it needs to go off the website, off the campaign side. And similarly, if they believe ads on Facebook works work well, let's do the ads of Facebook. So I really trusted them and, 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 you know, keep your campaign page updated. All the things they ask you to, I did it. I was a good patient, so to speak, at the doctor's office, right? And I took the pill and did the exercise and uh, success was, uh, was there. I love the approach that you've taken. And I'd like to go a layer deeper and understand how essential this was to the life of you, Solar, what you learned, and perhaps a, a bit of the process that you found particularly interesting that you'd like to share, maybe how dynamic it was. Yes. So we put ourselves in early January. We get the first news that there was a virus coming. Um, I took it very seriously. My kids were wearing face masks and eye shields in school in the middle of February. I realized, well, you know, how can I meet a venture capitalist? How can I meet a family office member? Because all my networking has been in coffee shops, right? Meeting people or at conferences, all of this was about to go away. And uh, in contrast, people would be at home. People still have $250 or $500 to invest in a company. But what about a family office that pulls back and says, hey, we're going to take a, a wait-and-see approach. We don't know where the world is going. So the fact that we went on track B, what you referred to earlier, the crowdfunding uh, uh, track, gave us an opportunity that we would have not had otherwise. Number one, there were more people on crowdfunding and on the other side, the family office market would have 
been inaccessible to us or the high net worth individuals. And I'm not sure would be around right now. We've been, in, instead of putting systems on the ground and going for next financing uh, with Start Engine soon. Are you going to do it again? We, we will do it again. You know, it's, 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 yes, we will do it again. Does the valuation we, change each round? Uh, yes, the valuation changes. <laughs> As round, it should. Yes. As it should, yes. Yeah. Because I think we have accomplished a lot in the meantime, and, uh, and we'll do more by the time we return to the market, hopefully, in uh, early uh, early next year. But going back to this, I don't know if we would be around anymore. Now we're a successful company out there running, looking at the next financing, and otherwise we would have been in a, in a world of pain. But there's one thing I want to share with everyone, because there's, there's something very unique about crowdfunding, which is really became enjoyable, is that uh, there's a dynamic to it that is unusual for any other, other, other uh, ways of raising money. And that's uh, it's the it's, it's momentum of the crowd. It's the reason why some bars and some clubs in certain cities are popular and other clubs aren't, right? Because everyone wants to go there because everyone else is there. So, uh, and what you do in crowdfunding is very similar. I mean, of course, you, your company has to carry the weight and the, your idea has to project uh, trust in people and they want to invest in it. But you also have to make the right checks. And so what you have to do is you have to seed the campaign with some of your friends and family members to get some momentum. Then there's a rush and, and you know the first hundred or three hundred thousand dollars come in from investors and then things plateau. And you have to feed it with with Facebook ads, with outreach, with updates. And then you get to a point where you have raised about half a million dollars and then an update goes out to the entire start engine community to all of those who haven't watched all the companies carefully to get an email oh you solar raised five hundred thousand dollars well i want to be in on that one so then you get uh, you know a sudden flush of money and and you move forward and you work very hard on facebook and with your updates and email campaigns and you get to eight hundred thousand dollars and then another email goes out and then the next group of of uh, starting investors come in and say like wow i definitely don't want to miss out on that one they almost made it and then you reach a million dollars. So it is. Uh, it is not a linear process. It's. It's a. It's literally a roller coaster. Uh, although it doesn't go down. But you know what I mean. You go up steep and then plateaus. It's a. It's a continuous, continual change in dynamics. And it's a lot of fun. And I allowed the guy, uh, this guys at Start Engine, to guide us in that process. In that way, it is in some ways analogous to a traditional raise. It's just that in a traditional raise, the public doesn't get to see it. You know, there is a sense. I mean. Instagram is a great example of this voracious appetite once people saw that it was happening and they were going to get bought. It was imminent. Like it's tripled and quadrupled in value in in a matter of days. Yes. Uh, And I want to speak to the angel investors out there or people that are not comfortable with equity crowdfunding. I have two managers of private equity firms that invested some personal money in USOLA that knew me uh, just I would never expect that they would put money in, but they contacted me saying, hey, I just put $10,000 wow. into this company, which is not what they should be writing checks. You know, we expect $250, but good for them. And they said, well, I, you know, I, I just know you and I trust you. And, I, and they came back to me saying, look, I really love the process. I, I'm, I'm, I'm changed. My perspective on equity crowdfunding, you know, I'd reached out to my personal network because you want to seed this campaign. And two of them included um, managers of private equity firms. And they decided to invest some personal money to, because they knew me, try to give it a tr- go and see, you know, how to like it. And both of them came back, both up to the ante. They both put more money in while the crowdfunding campaign was running. And they wrote like $10,000 checks, uh, which is not what typically is being invested. But, you know, they have the means. Uh, and they both came back and emailed me and said, I invested and I was amazed by the process. 
I have a completely different view of equity crowdfunding. I thought it was this little dinky company selling books out of a warehouse in Seattle, you know, that never arrives in my mailbox. And rather, I saw there was a Q&A, uh, there was a transparent process, there was an offering memorandum that I don't see when I go into a coffee shop and meet an entrepreneur. This is, I will do more of this in the future. Even for my angel investments, I'll go out. And uh, yeah, and that was really, that's how I felt, right? I, I, think, I think I always represented a company properly in meetings with angels and everything. But the idea that I had to actually back up everything I said on the campaign page made me feel good about knowing that I know what I'm saying and that these things are true. Well, it's clear that the equity raise for Arnold on Start Engine was a revolutionary experience. And I loved, loved that personal story about how his existing investors even got wrapped up in the experience on the platform, investing through the platform. So thank you, Arnold, for going into detail and breaking it down for us here on this Suncast Rewind. Well, Arnold's story continues to inspire me. I hope that it inspired you, and I'd love to know how. Are you crowdfunding? Have you learned how to hack the process? I want to share with the Suncast tribe. Hey, what did we miss? I'd love to hear about it. You can share your learning along with Arnold and I over on LinkedIn. Make sure you tag us. And as I mentioned in the outset, if in fact you're interested in kicking off your own crowdfunding campaign with Start Engine, well, I've partnered with them to offer you a thousand dollars towards your campaign marketing. So be sure to shoot me an email, nico at mysuncast.com, the words start engine in the subject line, and the details about your company and your campaign, and I'll make sure that you get the proper intro to the start engine team. Hey, do you want more episodes like these? You can find more than 320 episodes and resources and highlights from all the discussions that we've had and goodies that we reference on these episodes over at mysuncast.com. That's also where you can sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss out every time we publish something here on Suncast. And it's a lot lately. And of course, a special thank you to our sponsors who help make this podcast possible. You can learn more about them over at mysuncast.com forward slash sponsor. You can also learn how you can partner with us to reach thousands of solar warriors and clean tech champions just like you twice a week. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.